Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the Bullshit Detective podcast. My name is David Brown and today I've been talking to my old pal Sarah Wilson Blackwell. Uh, We had a bit of a chat about money and more importantly our beliefs around money. You know the stuff that we experience usually as kids actually uh, which determines the kind of relationship we have with money going on into the future which actually has a big influence over whether we have money or not. So have a listen. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And I will catch you briefly at the end. Cheers now. Bye. Hello. Um, wow, that's a bit different. I'm uh, speaking to you, David, today by my computer. So wow. That's, that's fun, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? That's, that's a, a move in the right direction. Well, maybe. I don't know. That's exciting. Yes. <laughs> and this is the first time you've been on my podcast, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Wow. After all I these know. all these months. Well, I, I think probably people are fed up of you and I talking on, on the other podcast, to be fair. But, you know, I mean, thank you for asking me. What a joy. Ooh. Pleasure. My pleasure. Sorry, my alarm just went off on my phone. Oh, okay. A bit panicky for a while there. Blimey, what sort of alarm's that then, Dave? What sort of... I set my alarm to remind me that we were doing a podcast. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, on to the important business of the day. Yeah. Today, well, I've been posting a bit about money, haven't I, on, on the old LinkedIn. Yeah, you have. Um, and not just about money. I've just been talking about money as such, but the, the drivers behind whether we have money, don't have money, find it easy to earn money or don't and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and really my my kind of thinking is that well as with most things our, our our thinking our beliefs around lots of things including money are formed when we are quite young um and i've kind of i've, I've dug up a lot of this stuff personally over over the last few years and got a better understanding of my own attitude to money and relationship with it. But I think you also have some experiences um, which have, you know, maybe shaped the way you think about money. Um, yes, and I, and I think probably they might, uh, you know, coincide with yours to, to some degree at least. Um, yep. Yes, I mean, money, money for me growing up, money was something that was... Um, never really um accessible and it always yeah. was something that both my parents really struggled um to get enough of um yeah. we were we were from a um a working class family uh, from oxford when you say that from oxford people think everybody goes to university at oxford yeah. um they don't um so we we lived um on the cusp of of the wood farm estate and also um we had quite posh private houses in front of us so it's kind yeah. of an odd mix really um where we lived but my dad did numerous um sort of jobs that were um very typical of his of his social class yeah. um all all of which he hated um so he was in that lots of different jobs um sort of scratching around for money and my mum very typical of, of a woman of her class did very menial work dinner lady um, cleaner um, and you know all those kind of things and she worked really hard and did split shifts and lots of things for very, for very little gain so for yeah. me for me money was something that was uh, was was 
was difficult to get and I and I grew up thinking that it was going to be hard slog to just make make ends meet really yes and I, and I think you know just to, to kind of give you my experience my my father started off um, as a carpenter and then he went into engineering just run he was running machines in a factory mm. uh, and he he did quite well so he did actually progress up to ultimately sort of director level in businesses oh wow um so when we were very young I think money was tight um so we didn't have a lot uh but as the years progressed I think my parents lived beyond their means you know going for the bigger house lots of credit cards and all that kind of stuff yeah um so similarly I think I I don't know what the what, I don't know if I could state it clearly, but I, I I kind of thought that money was scarce and you had to borrow it and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but sort of going back a generation, and, and we've spoken about this. My my I remember my grandmother. She used to, but my, both my grandparents um, on my mum's side worked in factories. Yeah. Um, so I think going back the generations, they come from just you know labourers and stuff is what what their families were in the past um and I remember my nan's hands that were just so tough and rough but but they were cracked she Mm. worked in a factory making um wire brushes so bloody hard work and she must have been in pain a lot of the time so so I think that that sort of formed some thinking around work supposed to be hard yeah um, and I think that led me to stay in the career I was in for too long because it was really hard. Not it wasn't physically hard work, but I found it very hard to be going there every day and doing it. So it's kind of like, yeah, this is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, and then you also get into the well, you know, why should I have an easy life when my when my grandparents had such a hard time? Yes. So there's the, the sort of generational stuff. And, and actually, if you if you go, you know, you can wind that back as many years. That goes back into history and the wider culture that you come from and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is what you which is what you've alluded to. You know, you, you, you come from a working class family. Therefore, I don't know, your expectations are upset or influenced by that. Oh, yes. I, I, I mean, I would say so. I mean, talking about getting into debt, that really, when you said that, that really hits home. I mean, we used to um, have a 50p electric meter and um, my mum had to raid that quite a few times. Um, And also she was a bugger for catalogues. So if she wanted anything nice and if she wanted anything nice for us for Christmas and birthdays, because we didn't get anything between those times. Um, then you know uh, she would she would just uh, rack up debt on on Freeman's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was K's. K's, yeah. House. Oh yeah, we had K's as well. I think my mum probably did Freeman's and K's to be honest. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we used to we used to rent a TV. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Oh god, so, we we uh, had secondhand stuff, which was probably about twenty years old when we got it, or ten years old. I mean, things were built to last then, Dave. You know, TV. Yes. So yes. They went through the generations. <laughs> so yeah, yes. yeah. No, it's I can I can relate but, to but that. Yeah, but it does. I mean, and again, my, my I've said to you before, my dad, when we were young, used to work nights, Monday to Thursday. Mm. Um, so he was never around. We never really used to see him. Um, and he used to just be off with his mates down the pub. You know, this is in the days when pubs didn't open all the time. So any no. any pub session that was open, he he'd be at. Make it count. Um, yeah, and my he used to give my mum housekeeping money. Yeah, my dad did too. 
Wow. Yeah, and she, mm. she used to have three pots on the side. I remember them. They were sort of a, a bronzy colour, you know, like tea, coffee, sugar, but they had money, gas, electric, and whatever, and food maybe. Yeah. Can't, can't specifically remember. Um, and it wasn't a lot of money. So she was having to, well, that she didn't work then. He didn't really want her to work. She did eventually start working as we got older. Yeah. Um, but she had to try and manage, you know, the, the bills and, and food and all that kind of stuff. Um, whilst he was just whooping it up down the pub. Yeah, God, that sounds like my life as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, there's, there's like about 12 years between us, isn't there? But I mean, when yes. I talk to people my age, they look at me as if I lived in another time entirely. I mean, you know, we didn't have central heating. We didn't have a telephone. We, you know, no. we didn't have, we didn't have double glazing. I mean, these, I mean, a lot of the kids I went to school with did have these things. They looked at me as if I was from, you know, some weird, bizarre time. But, um, I mean, my dad supposedly or allegedly was supposed to give my mum housekeeping, um, which was sporadic. And, yeah. and so a lot of the times when she raided like the 50p meter, for instance, it's because she didn't have enough housekeeping. And of course, that would then cause rows because then my, my, yeah. my dad would say, well, you're you're not very good with money. You know, you're you're putting um, our name in jeopardy. You know, we're going to get into trouble. And, you know, there was a lot of conflict and a lot of poor communication and. Um, I mean, my mum had part time work while he was working. I mean, you know, there was a yeah. big, big gap, which I said earlier to you uh, via text about when he wasn't working. Um, yeah. But my dad, um, although he wasn't a big drinker, his social life was pub life. And that was usually every night um, he'd have a couple of pints in the local pub. So yeah. my dad always managed to have enough money for him to pursue the things he liked for instance he was a musician so he was in a band so he'd go yeah. out gigging so my dad very much had family life uh the kids the wife but also he had very much a single life too so yes. lots of things going on money was a big was a big factor and, a, and of course for, for many an argument in in our household as i remember so uh, it's almost like a bit like my father he financially certainly he put himself first. He made sure that he, he had his stuff covered. Yep. Um, and the other thing that, that actually that prompted me is um, I, I, I've been posting these, the beginnings of sentences for people to finish off. Yeah. You know, people with money are filling the gap. And I remember I was on a, I was on a course of some kind and I bought a set of DVDs as you do. Um, and it was all about kind of, it was a wealthy mind or something like that. And, and that's where I got that idea from. There, there was a booklet with these DVDs. And it had just like 50 of those kind of sentences. So I was doing it just right. You know? yeah. And the idea is that you just write what, what comes to mind first. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, bumbling along, bumbling along. And then one of them was money causes. And out of my pen came um, conflict, pain and violence. Fucking hell. Right? Yeah. And it's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, where did that come from? Yeah. Whoa. And I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it for quite a long time. And then I remember chatting to my brother, who's three years older than me. Um, and I just I mentioned it to him, and I just I just don't get it. I don't don't get where this comes from. You know, logically, I want money. It's good. But, you know, in the culture, really, yeah. it's important that we have it. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and and he just said, oh yeah, mum and dad were always arguing about money when we were younger. But because he's that much older than me, you know, I didn't remember. No. And my parents were also very good at sort of hiding stuff. I think particularly when we were younger. So, what that what that gave me is a a very negative view of money. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So my, my life has been spent 
trying to have, well, subconsciously maybe, trying to have just the right amount of money. Right, I need money, so I need a certain level of money to get by. Yeah. yeah? Any extra, just spend it on stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I don't want this hanging around. Yeah. It's evil. Yeah. <laughs> it causes conflict, pain and violence. Um, I mean, the reality is that money does cause those things, but not exclusively. No, it's the relationship we have with money. That's, that's the thing. Yes. Isn't it? And, and, and our emotions that we connect to money. That's, that's the, a big thing. I mean, for me, um, I really like money. Um, and, and money for, for money for me is freedom. Yes. That's, that's a big thing for me. And it's not, it's not that I'm obsessed with money because, I mean, again, you know, when I've got money, I don't actually have it around for very long. I like the things that money can buy me. Um, yeah. But, but there is, it's interesting because, again, going back to work and, and work should be work and work should be hard. I, I've said to you as well, I've done a video on this because this also really sticks with me. Um, is, yeah. is, um, you know, so you've got to work your ass off and you have to be working like, you know, because my jobs were admin, you have to be working at least an eight and a half hour day, right? Yeah. In order to earn a certain amount just to get by. And the idea yes. that I could work for less hours and earn more money and have free freer time to do what I wanted to do and maybe have a holiday or two a year. That's like dreamland. That's yeah. kind of, yeah. that's kind of a, that's like, well, who do I think I am? A celebrity. <laughs> you know, who, who are you? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're just, you know, every. You're not Kim Kardashian, you're not Kim Kardashian Sarah. Sarah. Absolutely. You know, and then uh, because people around me are working their asses off, you know, they are working their asses off and, they don't seem to be getting further forward. Um, I've seen my mum struggle. My mum, my mum and my dad are no longer together, but she's now in a relationship no. where she's kind of kept in poverty by her partner. That sounds quite a serious statement, what I've just said, but but yes. but it, it is in a way. I mean, my mum's seven years older than him. He still works. He earns a good wage. They own the house together, yeah. but my mum is subsisting on a state pension and she has worked her ass off all her life i mean really hard yeah. graft and you know he might throw her a crumb every so often but she doesn't she just doesn't do anything because she can't she can't afford to do anything she can't afford to put petrol in a car for instance or you know she just uh, so that's when when i think of money as freedom my mum's a perfect perfect example of that i look at her and see what she you know, she's nearly 70 and her life is is rubbish and it should be a hell of a lot better considering she's, she's grafted all her life, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you'd like to think that it would be, I don't know, comfortable, yes, secure, absolutely. all those things, you know, because I think, you know, you talk about money is freedom, yes, but money is also things like security and yes. safety and, and comfort, whatever, you know, plenty of words you could put and they'd be different for, for each of us. Um, and I think for me, you know, it's it's not so the freedom thing. Having enough money is not when I say when I say freedom, it's it's not about going being able to go on holidays and and do lots of things necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's actually it's actually the freedom that comes with being secure and safe. Yeah. <laughs> in a in a you know, it's just that kind of ah yeah, I can I can relax now. So I've had periods where things have been very very tough financially, um, and they've been actually born of decisions I've made, you know, not, not 
just uncontrolled decisions because of no. what I believe, but they've actually been conscious conscious decisions to try and move forward, which have made things harder. Yeah. Um, and you know, you keep going to to get out the other end. That's where the I think the hard work comes in. But even that, I mean, it's like how do you quantify hard work? You know, I don't. I've never done hard work like my nan did. Yeah, but then it it comes you know? into the 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 feelings of pro- getting a proper job, Dave. And this is something else you've spoken to about. Yeah. You know, you know that you've um, worked in engineering for years because you know it's something your dad did. Your brother does as well, doesn't yeah. he? Or did. He, he did initially, and then he, he moved out into something okay. else because he, he, he didn't want to, he didn't he didn't want to do it, want to do it. and he you hated it. it. And, and so you yeah. you thought, well, I'm you know, there's some jobs that you were probably earning really good cash, and you just thought, but I'm suicidal, or you know, I'm you know, yeah, I'm well, yeah. I can't. I mean, I mean, that sounds extreme, but I think you probably have felt those feelings because you were so bloody yes, miserable. It, no, it, it, at times it was that mm. extreme. Um, it was it was very much what's the point? You know, the only the only path I could see was continuing to climb a ladder that I wanted to yeah. get off of, and exchange my soul for yeah. some money. Yes, you know, to build to build, and not even build wealth actually, just to get to a point where maybe we'd pay off our house at some point, yeah. and then die shortly yes. afterwards. <laughs> the, yeah. the well, because even if you leave, even if you lived for a while, you, you're actually in the in the scheme of your life. Yeah, you then die shortly yeah. afterwards. Most people do, don't they? They do. They do. And, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's just such a slap in the face, isn't it? You know, it really is. Yeah. But, I mean, I, again, you know, I I never did what I wanted to do as a kid uh, growing up. And I had all my life ahead of me and I had hopes and dreams. And they were dashed. Yeah. Um, but, again, because of my dad... Um, because he you know I had to stay at home and uh, my mum wasn't there so uh, when eventually I was the only one there I had to pay my way and so half of my earnings for a job that I hated doing had to go into the house and they actually you know I hand them over to my dad and and that was that so my dreams of going to drama school or whatever it is I wanted to do just went by the wayside because I've got to earn my keep yeah and and the irony is, my dad went into the jobs that he did because out of a sense of doing what's expected, he didn't want to do those jobs either. You know, he 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 wanted to yeah. be a commercial artist. So I mean, I resent the fact that that because he had those feelings, he didn't then say to his children, "I want you to do whatever you want to do and what makes you happy." Yes, yeah. So he didn't he didn't break the cycle, no. and I think that's what I that's what I've done with my son. Is is doesn't matter what you do, mate. Just go do yeah. something if something interests you go and do some of it and then you keep doing that and, and you may or may not find the thing you might just be happy just going and doing different yeah. things um so for me that's where that's what I want my career to be and that's what it's becoming now it's like doing lots of different things because I don't want to go to the same place every day and just exchange my soul yeah. for some money um so and, and actually just going back to what you said about that you know it's like it wasn't his fault he had his own yes. stuff he had his own conditioning whatever you want to call it. And he'd formed a set of beliefs around, around money and yes. work um, that, that led him to that. And, and unfortunately he, he, he wasn't able to see that he had an opportunity to, to break that cycle. But I think, I think both of us actually, we, I know I do. And I suspect you know, we wrestle with now the, the sort of conflict between what we think work is and what we really yeah. want to do, which is dicking around all the time, yeah. for example. Yeah. 
so you know given that you wanted to go to you know you wanted to go to um acting school or whatever yeah. you said um you you still that, that that that's almost that's constantly trying to burst out of you isn't it <laughs> have you noticed <laughs> you have a yeah but you have it's like you've it's it's like it's like you've got this this kind of Tourette's jazz hands <laughs> just waiting to burst out at any given yeah. moment. Um, and I'm the I'm I'm the same in that I have this compulsion to just say stupid stuff. Well, you're you're a bit of a performer too, Dave. Everyone else you? wants to be serious, so I am. Well, and and I think again because of sort of life experiences, I became. Um, well, I think I became an, an extrovert trapped in an yeah. introvert's body. And that's what's been good about actually social media and stuff. I've just getting getting out there a bit more and doing YouTube and all these all this silly yeah. stuff. Um, but I think that their real kind of I don't know purpose, if you like, doesn't go away, does it? No. It just it just eats away yeah, it at does. us, and that's why you know two years ago I just hit a massive slump and couldn't yeah. go on anymore um, because. I can't just be me, Sarah, no. my true, authentic no. self. <laughs> but, but just rewinding back to the money stuff, though. So, so that for me, money, money was bad. No matter how logically I thought mm. it was good, deep down inside me, it's like this is bad, Dave. You need to get rid of this. Yeah. Or, or you don't deserve to have. Well, you, you don't deserve to have it in the first place, and it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, don't, don't don't try too hard to get any, and when you do, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sounds like maybe you're similar. I mean, I think what I'd like to do is talk to people who, who just think making money is easy and they make loads of it. Yes, maybe because they don't. I'd like to learn they something don't sweat from them. It. You know, it's like it's not a big deal to them, money. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I mean, the people who have, who are cut who have come from money, then, for instance. I, I I would probably say that they don't necessarily think about money um, in in the terms that we do because money is um, the 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 difference between you know getting fed and and maybe getting their gas bill paid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. them, for those people that have, have been born into money, then maybe it's a bit like well, why don't you just go and do this and just go and do that? You know, it's, it, you know, uh, we do. Well, yeah, because you've, you've got money and money's always been there. You know, it's their relationship and feelings about money are going to be completely different, aren't they? Well, yeah. Well, and, and I think if nothing else, you know, the, the either money isn't really talked about, it's just yeah. accepted. It's just, it is just yeah. something that's there. It's no big deal. Um, and I think in, in businesses... You know, when it comes to, to pricing and stuff like that, certainly for people who are freelancers, it seems to be maybe more so. I find it um, difficult. But they, they, they just struggle to decide what they're going to yeah. charge. And then they struggle to actually yeah. charge it. Um, and it's only, I mean, this, this, all this money stuff has sort of come, come to the forefront because I've, I've had a couple of clients recently. And we've had these conversations. And, and you know, an hour-long conversation is just release them to go off and just charge people and, and people start paying. So in some ways, every financial, you bring your baggage into every financial interaction yeah. that you ever have. 
and that might be in a very minute way. You might just not talk very confidently about your blessing, yes. for example. And people subconsciously or otherwise yeah. they pick up on that yes because if you're not confident they think um, why are they confident about what how much they're charging is it not very good you know is <laughs> well yeah it, it is things like that and that, that it could be interpreted as actually maybe this person yeah. isn't very good at what they do because they don't feel comfortable mm. charging for it um so it does sort of run into those you know the theories about pricing that it's not just about trying to find what people will pay it's deciding what you're going to charge and then going and trying that out and yeah. seeing what happens um, and just because people don't pay it, it doesn't mean that there aren't people who are yeah. going to pay it. It just means you're not necessarily talking yeah. to the right people. So you've been going through some of this sort of stuff for your, your business, yeah. haven't you? Uh, as have I yeah. in the past. I've had quite a few of that, um, um, that kind of stuff and people not, yeah, you know, oh, oh, really? I thought I thought I might get that for 50% of the price of that or... Um, I was thinking yeah. of fifty pounds oh, okay. um, for for a month for a monthly blog. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, as you've said, they don't give no, you a budget. They don't because they don't like talking right, about money. That, That's another thing. People who are frightened to talk about well, money. Well, there's that. Yeah. 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 So they don't want to be, and they also don't want to be the first one to to put their cards no. on the table. Because if they say the budget, <laughs> then then you you've got something to work oh, with. Oh God, yeah, it makes. Uh, Oh, all, there's absolutely. all that stuff and, and it's all the the smoke and mirrors and and just I suppose all the awkwardness that that is around money we talk about it so much you know on on online you know social media you yeah. just see a lot of it and or appreciate part of that is because that's where my attention is right now so I'm going to yeah, see yeah. more of it anyway um but I don't know it, it, it's 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 a weird one. It's it's both good and bad in my mind Are at really? the moment. Right, right, okay. right now. Because actually, I you know you do you see the examples. I, I I do know specifically some people who just get very bent out of shape about money. Any kind of any money they're owed, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're not talking about people who need that money necessarily. And when I say need, I mean I need you know need the money yeah. to eat some rent. food. Or to pay a, a, a fundamental yeah. bill or rent. Um, we're talking about people who are just earning money that, that that do get very bent out of shape when when they don't feel they're yeah. getting their fair share. Yeah. For example, and there are people out there who will just try yeah. and do you over. Yes. <laughs> um, and it is a weird. It's weird, you know. It, it's um, I've had them. You've had them. You get you get inquiries from people on on social media on LinkedIn. We're talking about particularly. And I had one yesterday, you know, can you, I, I really struggle with this stuff. Can you give me some tips? Which, which angers me on yeah. a number of levels. <laughs> like A, they just yeah. seem to want something for free. And B, they're assuming yeah. that it's a simple It's like a, a, five, a five step process. Yeah. So they're diminishing actually the value of what I do in their eyes. Therefore, straight away, my response to that, at some after a couple of exchanges was yes i can help you with, with yeah. all this this is what i charge yeah. haven't had a peep since yeah <laughs> um because people well they don't know because do if they? people saw the value then they wouldn't question your pricing um that they would be like no. i need this this in my life this this is actually going to help me by x and x y and z and that's the price and that mm. is uh an, it might be an investment but it's a good investment 
you know it's just I don't I don't get it either I don't get it I mean um, I'm trying to sort of plug um, you know my my writing and content and but you know if you talk to any copywriter you know they'll they'll tell you this tenfold about people who just you know they want good copy for whatever it is for their business but they don't really want to spend the price uh, spend the money because they don't see the value of it and yet you know the the writing and the the copy the content for your business is is hands down probably one of the most important things in your business um yeah and i, th- I think they they well it, it's really how they maybe how they measure the value so let's say on a very basic level someone might measure the value of some copywriting work based on the yeah, number of yeah. words someone's writing and and again you know that guy you know i'm not i'm not blaming him he's got his own nonsense going on in his head but it's kind of like he's valuing the work I do on the basis that it's just about five tips it's that simple and so that's what it is it's like it's a lack of understanding isn't it and I'm sure we've all been in jobs I know I have where you're just undervalued because because actually people people just look for a pigeonhole to put you in you know, you're an admin person. Yeah, you're a it's like, well, that type of job is worth that amount. But, but um, they don't look at you as an individual yeah. and look at what you're bringing to the business, you know, as an individual who, who's got these set of skills. Yeah. Or what you can yeah. bring to the business more, more so. Actually, where yeah. is the real value in this person? Because, and, and, and that's why when you start to have conversations with people and get to know yeah, them, yeah. I'm, I'm often surprised. Jeez, yeah. you did that. <laughs> wow. You know, you can be often way more impressed by people when you find out what they do outside yes of, of their their job you know with you it's like your music and your singing and stuff you know that that i, I suspect has completely surprised many many oh, people yeah because they wouldn't they because they didn't have no, you in that pigeon no out. they had a fixed idea of who, who i was and the kind of thing i did well, I mean, and that's partly yeah. because that's what yeah, you've been well, because us. then you know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> yeah. there to promote my singing. I'm not there to get a record deal. You know, I'm there to, uh, and and to be honest, if it wasn't no. for lockdown, I probably wouldn't have posted anything up to do with my music. It's just because everyone's at home, and maybe everyone's getting a bit fed up, and maybe this might entertain you for a few minutes or not, or whatever. That's the whole idea of all of my videos. Um, yeah, oh, well, well, and, and also you like doing it. So there you go. So, so yeah, this is your yeah, it's an outlet. Out again, it's it? an outlet for me to sort of ask about and just do whatever I do, you know, or sing or whatever. How how many times a day would you do jazz hands if you just let it all out, or would you be constantly um, doing jazz hands? Do you think I I probably do it quite a lot. Like Twenty four I mean, hours a day. Like if, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I have to sort of rein it in because my my other half probably you know he he has quite enough of it. He has quite. Quite enough of me entertaining yeah, him, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the time. I mean, and, and there's also a bit of a competition because he thinks he's entertaining as well. So I, I you know, and I, I won't have any right. of that because that's just not true. Um, not, not compared to me, Dave. So, you know. No. Yeah. And whereas my wife thinks <laughs> I'm an idiot um, and doesn't think I'm funny at all. Well, no, she actually, does. She, I think some, sometimes she, even if she does think I'm funny, she'll she will. But I'm that would have been part of the attraction when she met you. You see, yeah, yeah. Well, I need I need someone to, 
I don't I don't need any no, encouragement, let's exactly. just say. It's just fundamental <laughs> to who you are as a human being, Dave. Just I need yeah. someone to rein me in. Um all right, so just just to go back to the whole money thing, the whole money and beliefs thing. Um, what do you think is your sort of overriding? What do you think is the overriding belief you have about money that shapes your relationship with it? Um, I think it always comes back to money is hard to get. That is that yeah. is something that that just is is kind of bad. I can feel it in the pit of my stomach when I say it. It is, um, yeah. Yeah, that's it, really. It's just, you know, watching my parents struggle, watching my mum still struggle, and also watching, you know, Esther and her family struggle. Um, they both got really good jobs, actually, and yet they think it's, yeah. it's hard. And I think that probably is for a lot of people, to be honest. But, but yeah, struggle, money's difficult to attain. Yeah. Uh, the, the sort of lifestyle that I, I would like um, is difficult to attain. Um, I don't want to live in a country estate or anything. I just want to, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that level of responsibility. <laughs> but well, I mean, that's that's. I think that's because that's that's where, as you were saying that. I mean, I, I, look, my 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 belief was, you know, money causes pain, conflict, and violence. I think my the edge has yeah. come off that a lot over the years, and now it's it's something more like money makes things complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there's, there's, there is an element of truth in that, in that the more money you have, the more attention potentially yeah. you need to give it, D- depending on what you do with it. If I, if I, you know, if you won the, the lottery and just put it in the bank, then you haven't got no. too much to think about apart from how much money's in the bank. But if yeah. you then go and try and do more with your money, investments, all that kind of stuff, and then you have a, a complicated arrangement where you tax dodging, you know, that's, that's quite difficult to, to manage. Yeah there's all that stuff yeah and then and then i suppose it's easy well you, you can yeah. easily lose track of what you've got and that's why people exactly you've got loads of people haven't you involved in the process of it and that is quite a frightening prospect yeah yes yeah so what would be the opposite belief that you oh. would want to hold what would be the opposite belief well that um that it would it's it, it's easy to make money that's what i would like to think yeah 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 you know yeah. it's a fairly a fairly simple one however it didn't no, just roll no. off the tongue did it do you know what i mean you have to think about it and, and that's that's partly because we we don't really think about it because we, our beliefs yeah. are just in there eating away us and it's only when we start to sort of voice them that we can then yeah. start to consider, well, what would be the opposite of that? Yeah. What would I want to believe? Um, so I think if anything, my, so my, you know, money, money makes things complicated means I try and avoid yeah. money things, just ignore it, just ignore it, which makes it more complicated. So I'm yeah. reinforcing that my own belief. So, so again, that's what happens. If you believe money is, difficult to get then your behaviors will yeah. reinforce that it's almost like so you know you'll also I'm, I'm not talking about you specifically necessarily but people in general if people think that money is hard to get they'll make it hard yeah. for themselves to get it god i need therapy <laughs> yeah self-fulfilling yeah i do and all that i think everyone does sarah 
well not everyone oh, needs it but God. I think we've all got yeah. this stuff going on and what I've been surprised by is the responses to my yes. posts lately yes I mean it's been it's been very good they've been very interesting and, and I probably need to jot down now jot down the, the answer to the, the questions that you've posed um yeah mm. do it and see what comes out and and mind yeah. you then that's just something to work with they don't have to stay the same. We can yeah. change what we believe, and we we often do, without you know, without actually sitting down and thinking about it. Something happens, and you know, we, we might think we hate someone, yes. and then we get to know them, <laughs> and you get to know their backstory, and you think, no. oh, right, okay. well, that's why they're that an isn't just an yeah. asshole, <laughs> hmm. or that's why they're an asshole, yeah. or actually they're just not an asshole. That's just how they appear. Hmm. That Interesting kind of thing. Stuff, so, yeah, there we oh, go. Okay, then. well, that was I think nice. We're done. That was nice. For, for now. Yeah. It was a different, different. Yeah, it was. Kind of um, we didn't talk about podcast, wasn't bum it? holes. <laughs> we no, just no did. bum holes. Oh dear. Yeah, we need we to. We did. We I have to, to every time. And arrange another um, one to do. Um, I did. I did have a subject for, for the other one, and then, now yeah. I've forgotten. My brain's terrible for remembering things like that, so I must write them down. Um. Well, we, or, or not, we can just just yeah, we can do. Start talking we can and do. See where That's it goes. quite good. That's quite good. Um, all right then. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll um. All right then, Dave. I'll see you around. Well, no, it's, it was a pleasure. Never Thanks sure. for coming on. So. <laughs> wow, no. I don't live with you, so you're. <laughs> I right. am sometimes a chore. Yeah. No, exactly. You can always, get, you can always just get away, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay right thank you very much bye bye see you later bye well thanks for listening to the latest episode of the bullshit detective podcast my name is dave brown and i just want to say thank you to sarah wilson blackwell for coming on uh, please do subscribe to this podcast and i look forward to speaking to you again soon bye